0: The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. It is National Cinema Day today, which means participating cinemas across the country are reducing their ticket prices to just €4. Euro. And joining me to discuss the place of the big screen and why we're still drawn to it is award winning director Emma Reynolds, who was, of course, behind the recent Irish film Joyride, starring Olivia Coleman. Uh, morning, Emer.
1: Morning, Anton. How are you? I'm
0: surprised by the fact that the cinema, because it is, I mean, if you look at ticket sales, the cinema is still a significant draw and it's still a significant draw despite on many occasions a, a thing coming out on the big screen the same day it appears streaming on your computer at home yet people still want to go. Why?
1: Because, you know, there's no denying the the magic and the, the, you know, the incredible beauty of sitting in a darkened room with a whole load of strangers and some friends and family. The lights go down, the screen lights up, all these upturned faces, noise coming from every side. And, you know, you're a captive audience. It's this magic of the cinema. It's nothing like watching a film at home. I mean, it's great to see them at home. We've all got great tellies now. We've got sound bars. But really, I don't know what you're like, but I'm checking my phone. I'm letting the cat out you're making a cup of tea so your experience of it is completely different to to sitting in this immersive dark room with with you know just being transported it's proper time travel it's proper it's magic. It's also magic. with
0: other people there is something about the shared experience and the shared either gasps at a horror or laughs at comedy.
1: Absolutely because you're you're getting all these cl- clues as well from other people sitting around you if they're chuckling or if they're sniffing or if they're shifting and fidgeting you know like it, it it's proper experience with other humans of of, of how films were, were were invented, you know, to be seen like that. As a director,
0: do you shoot differently? Do you film differently for the big screen and the small screen?
1: I don't think so. I think all directors plan it. Uh, Certainly I do. I think of it as being, you know, on the big Savoy one screen and that's how it's going to be experienced. And making it in that way then I think allows you to dream it up in, you know, in a big epic cinema way. Hopefully then that does transfer, uh, you know, and translate when it is seen on the small screen too. And in
0: terms of the, the work that you would do in Ireland, how strong is the Irish film industry? Because there was sort of a sense that we we had a heyday in the late 90s and that we, particularly with the kind of um, tax treatment there was, we drew in a lot of films. Is that heyday behind us or are we still in it?
1: We're still in it and we're we're entering into an even better time. I think there's been incredible inward investment. There's been incredible investment in, in f- the film industry here, both in terms of you know, the core talent, the writers, the directors, the producers who are developing ideas. We have incredible key creatives in all the key roles, technical teams who have technical crews who've worked on incredibly big films and TV series that have come in from abroad. And that's even before we talk about the, you know, incredible Irish cast and and scenery and visuals, you know. So it's a great place to make films and it's a great place to for people to come here to make films with us and TV steer- series. The talent is incredible.
0: Even despite the weather because I would have thought particularly if you're filming exteriors, there is, no, I mean look at what we have today. There is no guarantee will I walk out and it'll be 25 degrees sun split and the rocks or will it be raining sideways. That has to be challenging for a production.
1: Sure, yeah. And in fact when I filmed Joyride last summer in Kerry I, it was the first time I realised that Kerry actually does four seasons in one day what they all <laughs> talk about. You know we would come out it'd be beautiful we're setting up for a scene and then an hour later there's a there's a monsoon so sure it brings its own challenges. And not only that,
0: because I happened to be in Killarney last night, it, it can do four seasons when you go up a hill. You <laughs> go up a mountain and suddenly you're you're fog, rain, cloud, you come back down and it's nice.
1: I know. And, you know, and, and when we were prepping, for example, for Joyride, you know, there, were, there was a number of questions about that, how are you going to ta- tackle it? But the crews and the teams, everyone is, you know, we're, you know that, Awful word of pivoting, you know. People are very, very good here at figuring it out on the on the fly. We have what's called weather covers. You have always studio scenes and scenes of interiors that you can you can go and film when it's lashing rain. So you know, it, it makes for a very kind of a lively plan.
0: <laughs> and where is it all done? Because I think back to the filming of Michael Collins, and it was very obvious in town whole sections of streets were being closed and you knew every day there's big events there's big filming going on whereas now you see a lot of significant productions that appear and you think well where did they do that because I didn't notice it happening
1: Yeah well it's really nice that that, a lot of diversification as well It's there are studios all over the place there's a fantastic studio in Limerick there's incredible studios in Northern Ireland there's a new studio going in in Greystones you know and and Filmmakers are taking advantage of that. They're 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 setting their films all over the country. There's significant feature, TV feature, and TV uh, feature film and TV drama happening. Practically in every county these days.
0: Is it a difficult industry to coax people into? Because I would have thought, in terms of being permanent and pensionable, it's not the most reliable of gigs.
1: <laughs> it isn't. No. So it attracts people maybe that are slightly more independent thinkers. You know, people who are, who are prepared for a little bit of risk, and the risk the risk is very high. You know, if you, if you do, for example, if you work in in the art department in a design department, you know, you can you might be waiting months between jobs. But when you're working you're going to be earning very well and you're going to be, uh, you know, working in a really creative and exciting role that changes every day. So it attracts people who don't want to go as opposed to the same... Office every morning. What
0: about the exposure to prima donnas, to difficult and demanding actors?
1: I haven't, I haven't experienced. Oh, it yet. come on! <laughs> no, I. I said last year, I worked with uh, Oscar winner, as you said, Olivia Colman, and uh, you know she's as she's as nice as she appears when you see her on you know TV or on Graham Norton. Like, in fact, with bells on, she's incredibly kind and collaborative and funny and a great team player. So that's been my experience so far. So fingers crossed that'll continue. This is
0: like discovering that Luke O'Neill can sing. It's a crushing disappointment. You want to say. <laughs> Oh, she seems nice, but really behind the scenes.
1: I think you're a really human heartbroken <laughs> if you thought Olivia <laughs> Coleman wasn't nice.
0: And when you're working with somebody like an Olivia Coleman, how instructive can you be? Do you come to her and say, "Okay, here's what I want you to do," and how? Uh, let me give you a case in point. I was reading a thing recently about Brian Cranston, and in one of the directions in the original script, it had. Um, Walt realises what he's done. So there was actually an instruction of how he was meant to be thinking as the character. Do you get instructed like that or do you just hand it over to them and say interpret?
1: No, it's, you know, it's very much a two-way street. The scripts often will be very, very detailed like that in terms of thought process or what you want to see on screen. And then it's a, and then it's a negotiation, a collaboration between the director and the actors where you're trying to find how far somebody needs to go you know and and as you shoot I, I'm sure you, you and your audience know this we shoot every scene many many times so over the course of that two three hours you're finessing what an actor might be delivering you know you're over showing your hand I need to see a little more you know and actors will play around with how much they will give you. So it's very much a a discussion on the floor. And then, of course, in the edit, it all changes again.
0: And do you know always what you're looking for when you're when you're doing a second or third go at a scene?
1: Not really, because, you know, it's live, it's playful, you know, it's it's creativity. It's happening while you're standing there, while you're sitting there, you know, so you might see something and you think, oh, actually, that's I never saw it that way or I never Imagine that that way, but I'd like to see what would happen if we pulled that thread. So, it's very, you know, it's very active, which I think is wonderful.
0: How much of it when you're planning a film? How much of it is to do with the story, and how much is the actual imagery? Because I think about remember that that Kubrick film that he shot in in Wexford um, Barry Lyndon Barry Lyndon, mm. where effectively he shot an 18th century picture that happened to move. It it always seemed to me that he cared much more about how it looked on screen than the plot behind it.
1: I couldn't say if that's true of Kubrick or not, but... Um I, th- I certainly see it as both sides. You know, it's the story and the character at its real heart because your audience, that's who the audience will connect with, you know, and you, I think you could probably shoot it on cellotape against a blank wall if the characters are good and the dialogue is good, you know, that your audience will connect. But it's a cinema, it's a visual medium, you know, so you want it to be expansive, you want it to be immersive, you want the audience to be taken on a journey. And like I read an interview with uh, Martin McDonough the other day talking about his new film, The Banshees of and saying he wanted it to be the most beautiful Irish film ever made so you know I re- film directors come at it like that because it is a visual medium
0: we were talking at the outset, of course, about this being um, National Cinema Day. Have you got the capacity to go to a movie and watch it as a punter or is it always a busman's <laughs> holiday?
1: Absolutely see it as a punter. In fact, if, it's, if I'm watching for the shots or the performance or the dialogue or the, you know, the mix, I, I've, I, it's a failure. The film hasn't managed to grab me by the throat. If it's, if it's a good film, you just get swept along like everybody else, you know, in the highs and lows of the, of the, uh, the adventure. And what are the
0: ones that are currently screening or soon to come out that you have a hankering to go and see?
1: Well, today I'm going to the, the Wrath of Khan, the Star Trek. Uh, they no. re- remastered that, yeah, forty years later. The last time I saw it was in 1982. So uh, it's, it doesn't of course, strike I was me as uh,
0: as a filmmaker's film, The Wrath of Khan, is it?
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a film. I'm a big sci-fi fan, so you know we've all got our we've all got our. Crosses to bear. Is the Ratican the, the one where they put a thing in his ear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, I'll be hiding under the seat at that point. <laughs> and who was it that played Can? It was
0: um, a very significant um, character actor who plays Can, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is, and I've forgotten his name now too. Yeah, yeah. We should have looked it up.
0: Hi, that? Who was that? Who,
1: I'm getting. oh sorry. Benedict uh, it, Cumberbund did, Cumberbatch did it in the in the. <laughs> I, uh, I love Benedict Cumberbund. <laughs> I think we he did it keep in this. the in the remake. Was <laughs> there a remake? Well, yeah, it was. You know, the new Star Trek did. Uh, they reinvented some of those stories. And uh,
0: is the rather can the one where he's asked, do, "Do you? Are you from outer space?" And he says, "No, I'm from Montana. I just work in outer space." Or is that a different <laughs> one? <laughs>
1: They're all mushing together <laughs> in our in our memory here, I'm afraid.
0: So you're, is there anything newly out that you want to see or are you happy just to journey back through the Star Trek Yeah, universe? so I looked
1: at when Obviously, I think this uh, National Cinema Day is an incredible initiative for Quid to see every cinema in the country. You know, uh, in fact, every cin- every single county has a cinema that's participating. So, and it's a great day for a cinema. It's lashing rain It's a out perfect there, day for it, cinema. The it has to need to be treated. What about E.T.? It's turning yeah. 40. Yeah, so w- when I looked at the list, I thought, oh, Star Trek and E.T. were the two that jumped out. But uh, new films, there's a great film called, oh, it's Penelope Cruz. Sorry, I've just forgotten what it's called. Official Competition. That's a new Spanish film that's great play out.
0: for catching that yeah. one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really good. And a gorgeous Irish film on Colleen Kuhn is, is back, uh, you know, for this weekend as well, showing and still in some cinemas. If you haven't caught that, you really should.
0: Thanks to the hard work of the production team, uh, particularly Eva Ricardo Montalban.
1: Oh, fantastic. Well done, Ayford. Thank you.
0: Emer, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the Wrath of Cannes. And again, it is uh, National Cinema Day today. So if you want to go see the movies uh, in the rain, it is four euro in cinemas all the way around the country. And of course, um, Emer couldn't say it, but if, if you are, are looking for one to pick, I'm sure you'll find a screening of Joyride starring Olivia Coleman uh, in one of those cinemas. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News
1: Talk.